Hello, and welcome to Reddit Rewind, where we go over the most ridiculous stories from Reddit. Today we have a story from Pro Revenge, titled, Fire Me Before I Quit, <laughs> I Ruin Your Life. Since I'm still in school, I took a job at a bakery of types, which I won't name. The place has bread in the name, but also sells overpriced salads and sandwiches. I worked there for close to a year, where I had this boss named Betty, not her real name, of course. Betty and I didn't get along whatsoever. She had gotten the previous general manager to quit because she had an affair with him and threatened to tell his wife if he didn't leave. He quickly left the job and she was promoted to the position. I didn't like her, but I have to respect the dedication to be a general manager of a small-ass store. When I first started working there, I was respectful, but she would do things that would get on my nerves. For instance, I would clean all the places I would be hired to do, and once I was done and relaxed for maybe five minutes, she would run out of the manager's office screeching, Why aren't you working? I would tell her, of course, I did my job, and as a cashier, if nobody is there to help, then I didn't have anything to do. She would glare at me, and then I would see her, accidentally, drop an entire pot of brewed coffee onto my freshly mopped floor for me to clean. So I learned quickly to always look busy. Once she realized I wasn't going to kneel and kiss the ground she walked on, she started dropping my hours. The store ran on a Game of Thrones-type politics, for who got promotions and raises. Somehow, all her friends were managers and would bully the rest of us. She was barely at work. She would drive to my job and clock in just in case corporate decided to check her hours. So she was essentially stealing hours. When you clocked in, it printed out a small piece of paper telling you you clocked in. She would just drop them on the floor for me to clean up. I would usually pick them up and stick them into my pocket. So this led me to finding Betty's clock in and out stubs in my pockets at my house. This will be important for later. Did I mention she was super racist? She was white and most of the staff were my fellow high school peers who were all mostly POC. One day at work, she walked out and told us, when you're on the clock, I own you. When we all reacted to look at her, she backpedaled and was like, I didn't mean it like that. This will be important for later. So after a while, I got sick of practically begging for hours, so I went to my current job, but decided I merely wanted to drop my hours, which were already barely a day a week. But suddenly, when I got my new job, she scheduled me every single day for an entire week. She never did that, even when we were on semi-good terms. So I obviously told her that I had a new job and couldn't do this. After that, I went home and called my friend who was still working there to tell him I was going to quit tomorrow. He had a bad habit of putting his phone on speaker when he's cleaning at work. So Betty overheard this, obviously. The next day, I walked in to go through the respectful motions of saying, thank you for the opportunity, and blah, blah, blah. Betty let me go through the entire speech before she said, oh yeah, I was meaning to tell you, you're fired. I was so blindsided and pissed, I cussed her out. My mom raised me to treat women with respect, but this freaking fat, overweight, hippo-looking bee pissed me the F off. She's the type of girl to think that binge eating was a personality trait. So I left and was mad about being fired before I could quit, but didn't push the issue. I was only 18 and I already had another job. I wasn't expecting Betty to give me a good reference anyway. I would have completely let it alone if it wasn't for the district manager Ben, not his real name, texting me. The Revenge He thought I was still working there, so I explained to him I was fired. He was stunned due to the fact that I was a decent employee. He asked me why she let me go, 
and I explained it to him, and he was angry. He clarified that she fired me before I quit, and I said yes. He was pissed that she did this and asked if there was anything else she might have done. I kind of just vented to him for a bit. When I told him about the racist remark, he asked if anyone else would collaborate with me. I forgot to mention that she slowly fired and forced people to quit and replace them with her friends and family, which according to company policy, she couldn't do. Something about conflict of interest. I asked all the people who were working that day if they could, and a few said they would say they did. But one did even better. My coworker Andy is convinced he's the next big vlogger, so he always has his phone out or just using audio recordings for hours for a chance to catch a funny clip. I've watched his content, and let me say, it's just super cringe. But turns out he labels each recording by day and times. So when he checked, he found her making racist remarks. I got a brilliant idea with my other fired or coworkers forced to quit. We decided to scour Andy's recordings. We found great moments of Betty saying controversial things or just being nasty. Like once, a guest sneezed on baked pastries and then a coworker told her. She laughed it off and said nobody would know. But this wasn't enough for me. I try to avoid conflict, but when I'm in a situation, I'll follow it through. I looked her up on Facebook and found that she was married. Nobody knew this. So when she had the affair with the other manager and basically blackmailed him, she was also married and cheating. I don't think anyone ever cared enough to find out because she was a nasty old lady. So I found the old manager's Mark Facebook and found out he and his wife were separated. Turns out, even after he quit, Betty was still trying to blackmail money out of him. When he didn't, she told his wife anyway, causing his wife to divorce him and basically leave him to go back to live with his parents. I did some research, and in my state, blackmail or extortion is a third-degree penalty, which has a max of seven years in prison with a fine of over 10K to the victim. So I told the old manager what my plan was for her. He agreed to call the cops on her, but I asked if he would wait until I finished my part first. He said he'd give me a week. So I met with district manager Ben and showed him all of our evidence, the recordings and the written statements from my other ex-coworkers and people who were still working there. I also gave Ben the slips of paper when Betty clocked in and left and returned eight to 10 hours later to clock out. Ben thanked me for the information and then I left. A few days later, while walking past the store, I noticed it was closed in the middle of the day. I texted a guy who still worked there and he told me everything. Turns out, Ben first checked the security cameras to see if she was there for the full time she claimed to be. Big surprise, she wasn't. So Ben decided to investigate the store's expenses since if she's lying about her time, what else could she be stealing? He found out she was stealing money from the store. Guy didn't fully explain how she was, but just that she was. Turns out, she was breaking a lot of health and safety codes and used the money for repairs and etc. for herself. So she was fired immediately, along with all of her minions, and they left barely anybody to run the store. They shut down to clean up the store and fix things she didn't make. So she's out of a job, and Mark told her husband with photo proof, granny nudes, I know, ew, that she cheated on him. But Mark phrased it so it seemed like she still was. So Betty's husband flips out and decides to divorce her, and Betty is the type to post everything on Facebook. So she's begging someone to let her stay, but all her friends and family totally bailed on her. So she was living in her car looking for a job. That's when Mark decides to sue her for extortion. 
So she scrambles to find a lawyer, and to make it even worse, the company decided to sue her for all the money she stole and plus all the repairs and lost revenue while the stores closed. She had to sell her car for drastically under what it's worth to pay for all the legal trouble. Mark told me bits and pieces of her crying in the courtroom, but not too much. I was never super close with them. Last I heard of Betty, she was living with her sister who definitely hates her. To think she would have avoided all of this if she just let me quit. Edit. I'd just like to answer a few questions most people have about the validity of this story. First off, I didn't have a good relationship with Betty, so there would be no reason I would ever look her up online. Besides, I don't even have Facebook, so I had to actually look her name up to find it. Next, my friend accidentally recorded her racist remarks. Don't most of you know that one friend who is sure they're going to be famous or is obsessed with their online image? He's like that, and it gets annoying when he thinks every moment is a photo opportunity. Next is the timeline. Not all of this occurred as quickly as I stated. I had to cut some parts out for the sake of the story. You wouldn't want to read basically a filler arc in a Reddit story, right? So wow guys, that was some pretty good pro-revenge right there. Looks like the author of this story got Betty back really badly. Karma is a bitch and she definitely got what she deserved. So I picked out some posts from the comment section and uh, the first one I liked was, this Betty reminds me of a woman I used to work for. The guy she had an affair with outed his affair to HR. A fellow coworker had enough evidence to prove she was at fault. Long story short, both of them lost jobs and are in a pretty bad state. On the other hand, her husband, yes, she was married, left her. She is stuck with the guy she had an affair with. Her husband and the affair guy's wife moved on with their lives and found excellent SO, who are amazing step-parents to their prospective kids. That's pretty messed up. I guess you have to be careful with at-work relationships, otherwise it bites you in the butt. Literally. Wow, so I guess after reading that, this does happen more often than you would think. There's been several cases going on with people having affairs at work and then blackmailing the person they're having an affair with. And apparently it's happening a lot at fast food places. Uh, remind me to be careful next time I apply for a fast food job. So another comment I found that I particularly enjoyed was this one. She deserved it. People like that keep getting away with things more and more and more and more until someone steps up to them. Thank you for getting rid of her. I see many people like her that work their way up and are not responsible people that do not deserve their position. You know, in the workplace, I see that too. It's something called the Peter Principle. Someone's good at their job, they get promoted. Then they're good at that and they get promoted again until they get promoted up to a certain position where they're just not competent anymore. So you have people in higher management who are kind of jerks or who are just inept and can't do their job correctly. So yeah, this happens often and maybe not in this grandiose scale. Last comment I found that I particularly liked was this one here. This story is deaf a pro-revenge at its best. I'm glad you took matters into your own hands instead of waiting for karma. Yeah, this was a good pro-revenge story. Uh, chapeau, really well done. And uh, yeah, I'm glad she did it too because it made for great reading. So guys, I hope you liked the video. Please comment down below and don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. Till next time.